Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hello and welcome to Two in the Think Tank, the show where we come up with five sketch ideas. I'm Andy. And I'm Alistair. Andy, when I when I start a beat, do you try to go along with me? Y- yep. <laughs> That's really good. I was I thought I was. Yeah, 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 no. And and you probably were. You probably well, were. You know, in my own way. No, no. You know, I also I like think- to work around what you've created. You know, I don't want to I don't well, want to interfere it. too much with Well, that I think that that could have been the best one in that regard <laughs> if it was <laughs> you know, like 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 you know I see what you're doing I'm like well that speaks for itself you know and yeah. and to and then, try so then and... I can go off and do this other thing mm. yeah well I think that's yeah. that's it's easier then for the the listener not 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 it's not easier for the listener obviously but it's easier for the listener to then separate them and regard them as two completely separate pieces of art in their mind um yeah well that's right and then oh, and then suddenly that's that's basically a, that's a art zip file you know you've just compressed two bits of art into it, one it, exactly and um and i think we should mm-hmm. how are you feeling you about just- the um artificial intelligence art there's been a lot of ai art um discussion on the two in the think tank discord and yeah, yeah, yeah. if you've been fo- following danny on on facebook he's been making some really incredible stuff with some one that he's got a subscription well, for yeah he's actually paid for the goods for the really good yeah. stuff and it's amazing um, yeah yeah i feel i, I actually f- think it's going to be i'm feel in, uh, interested about what it's going to mean for illustration like for books and mm. things like that but sure um i guess it it'll probably be cheaper for just like if you want to make your own amazon uh you know you, your self-published book. amazon book you know and then you kind of just go like all right here we go there 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 yeah yeah but you know you also get the get the ai to write the book as well and it's um I suppose you could do that, yeah. And then suddenly you're just outputting, outputting, outputting. Mm. I guess you better get on it fast before everybody else starts doing it. Yeah, well there was a uh was it a Roald Dahl book about a story engine? And it's a guy who's built yeah. a machine and but like, you know, this is like <laughs> when he was writing, so it's like it's all like internal combustion engines and pistons and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, you, you and you get in it and you sort of drive it like a like a like a um like a car and there's different levers and and pedals for different like amounts of emotion and and you know um catharsis and that kind of thing and you're sort of pulling them and you're sort of guiding this story machine um through a through a narrative but but but, uh, but you oh, okay and it oh, you writes, don't actually have to like it drive it around story, the street but you're like oh it needs a bit more of this so you're like yank on a chain yeah, I mean, I gotta say the AI stuff. I think I think it makes me feel awful, but mm. but I 
but only because I'm finding myself so unable to do anything. Alistair, I think you've been doing so, good. Yeah, and then and then despite despite that, I I then just see this AI that can do everything. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, I've, maybe this is an off pod conversation, but I feel like you've had a very solid start to this season of Mad as Hell that we're writing on at the moment. Sure, sure. I mean, but a big part of that is because of you. Well, a, a big part of everything is because of both of us. So, you know, but yeah, like... but Yeah, but I mean, like, you don't see my days where I'm at home and I don't have any specific gu- guidance <laughs> and or, or like, you know, I'm not driven by fear of being fired. Yeah. Yeah, I mean... You see, even though I should be driven by the fear of my family not being able to eat... <laughs> That's not enough. Um, that seems to not motivate me at all. Maybe you should sign an employment contract with with your family. And is there a sketch in a guy who can't be fucked, like that that he dies due to can't not being able to be fucked? <laughs> that, but you're dying. He's like, and you would think that, that would motivate me. But look, I've put a sandwich in front of you. Yeah. Yes, I can see that. It's very kind of you. <laughs> And it's look, and don't think that I don't appreciate it. I'll, but to be frank, to be completely frank, I could not be fucked eating it. <laughs> or what do you say? Look, think is I'll things- get around to it. Yeah. I'll get around to it. Right, and then by the time he yeah. gets around oh, well, to yeah, eating it, there. it's mouldy, and he, you know, it, it, it rancid. Well, and, and then he goes, "Well, you see, this is why I don't, I don't bother." <laughs> And then, but he eats a little bit of it or has a tiny nibble. Then he gets dysentery and he can't be fucked going to the toilet. So he sits there in his yeah. own waist. Oh, oh well, I thought you were just saying, I can't even be fucked shitting right oh, now. Oh, so he just keeps all the foulness inside his body. Yeah. And fills up. I feel terrible. I think it's that sandwich you made me eat. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, I I think that's good. I think that's good. I think, yeah, I mean, look, the fact that you give, um, you, when you give somebody food and the only thing that's stopping that food from being poison is the fact that time hasn't passed yet, you know, from being a dangerous, like this could kill me. Yeah. 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 If you give somebody like a, you know, a salad sandwich and you're like, look, listen, Mm. I'm just warning you. There's a, there's only a window of about seven days before <laughs> this becomes poison. So you gotta eat this. Yeah, that feels in like that chair that you, a kind of yeah. extortion, right? Like you're basically saying, mm. if you don't eat this within the next seven days, you will die. Oh yeah. Oh, if you start to dig into in the ways that you are not free. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not free to eat this sandwich in two weeks. What kind of freedom yeah. do you call that? Yeah. Oh, okay. So I'm just having to live within the bounds of a, of of uh, you know, staying alive mm. and it, you know the rules that are set by the the. Oh my god! I just dropped my pen. Truly, and it's that pen that that you gave me at your wedding that I've been trying to keep track of. Oh! Sorry. Alistair, I wish I knew what was going on right now. Well, I'm sitting on this couch, right? Because there's nobody else in the house and I'm just sitting around not doing anything. 
And the nice pen that you gave me for your wedding. <laughs> Thank you for that wedding gift, by That's the way. That's all right. Um, and, uh, you know, that I have to, just a part of my mind, I have to always keep track of this metal pen. Again, it's another I have to know bird. where it is at all times. It's another. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's another bird. And so I dropped it, but then it not only fell off my leg and then fell onto the cushion next to me, but then it fell between the... The, the the you know the parts of the couch where mm. suddenly it's down going down into the gears and stuff like that right and then as i reached down i was like oh it's down too deep i felt a little wire which was turned out to be headphones that i had <laughs> that i had lost as well <laughs> maybe days ago <laughs> from sitting here and as i pulled it up the pen had hooked itself onto the headphones the headphone wire and i picked it up like it was like you know like i was gone fishing this is this is like the the domestic equivalent of that scene where somebody there's there's a big fight climactic flight scene on a cliff and somebody falls over the edge and then you see that they've yeah. grabbed onto a, a rope ladder at the being pulled yeah, by, lifted by a helicopter oh. and they rise oh, back yeah, up great. triumphantly oh, yeah. <laughs> And they got a machine gun to go. <laughs> yeah. That's the, that it's the exact same story, just with some of the, you know, you just need to change some of the nouns. But other than that, yeah. that was it. Like, that was, as far as pens go, that was the most yeah. action hero moment. Absolutely. I wonder if that, that falling off a cliff thing could happen. But try to find a scenario where it would happen where the person. Once the reveal that the helicopter's coming up and the person's on the rope ladder, but they're holding a big tray of sandwiches. <laughs> Are these seven-day you know, sandwiches that will poison the person if they don't eat them? Well, we don't know how many day sandwiches they are, but I think what if everybody up there was really hungry mm. and they were fighting because of hunger? Mm. Maybe over, you know, it's like it, they're really good friends, mm. right? And they're on a cliff. Oh, what if they're and- not fighting? Right? What if they are? What if it's not a fight? What if it's an entirely loving scene where people are hugging yeah. each other, okay, and high fiving yeah. and that sort of thing, shaking hands, all Out the things hunger? that good friends do? No, they're not. No, not particularly hungry. Bear with me. Okay. Okay. Right. So they're <laughs> okay. all they're doing it out of love, right? They're doing all these things out okay. of love. But then one of the high yeah. fives knocks a guy over the cliff. Okay. Oh, and then yeah. the helicopter comes up and he's got a tray of like hors d'oeuvres to share with everyone. Okay. Oh, no. Yeah. And he comes up, he's got hors d'oeuvres, mm. there's three flutes of champagne yeah. on there. Yeah, and it's, a, it, and it's even better. The, the scene yeah. of then mutual the, the, enjoyment continues. The two, the two friends that are remaining on the cliff go, high five, but then kind of grab each other out of stability. Like they're like, oh, <laughs> we almost made the same mistake again. Like so that? this is an action movie where it's motive, yeah. every, every action scene is motivated by love. Right. right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I like this. Like it's a romantic action. and. And friendship. Oh, based a romantic a- action, action film. film rather than comedy. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Wait. Uh, action film motivated by love. And, and so, friendship. what would be the, like the, the the real driving, um, the driving thing pushing the storyline? Well, you know, very often, um, 
in an action film, you know, somebody's going to destroy the world unless somebody else gets yeah. there in time. Okay? Yeah. So it feels to me like um, somebody's going to have a big party Destro- for lots of people. Destroy the friendship. Millions, oh, okay. millions of people could have a good time at this party, right? But then millions. there's one friend. That, Andy, just the... Uh- just the extras cost on this film is just blowing oh, out. Jesus, see, this is why I hate getting notes from the studio. <laughs> oh, it could be called the three yes. amigos. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, and Wait, then no, another no, no. person needs to get there in time to also have a good time at the party. And yeah, yeah, yeah. so they have to go through a lot of action action scenarios. Yeah. It could be, you know, someone's really, like, I love the party thing, but the party is not as is not as friendshipy as I would like, mm. you know? Okay. Like, it's almost like, it's almost like we're, we're all feeling good, but if we accomplish this thing, like this little gesture, um, this person will feel extra good, mm. you know? Mm. Sure. You know, like if you... I, look, I don't know. I, it could be the party, Andy. I know. I know. I mean, like you know. Bir- I mean, with- if it's a birthday party, that's very friendshipy. I feel. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. You know, somebody needs to get, bring, get the cake to the birthday party. Um, that's right. Yeah. You know, yeah. and then you got a nice scene where it's sort of the opposite of diffusing a bomb, where it's somebody trying to light the candles in yeah. time, or trying to to wire a bomb. To- no, sorry. <laughs> 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 Quick, solder together the red and the blue wire. <laughs> yeah, set it up quick. Did you say red uh, and blue? If I don't get this right, uh, this bomb won't go off. <laughs> Millions of people will live. Oh, that's really nice, uh, isn't it? It's, it's an action movie from the perspective of the guys trying to destroy the world. Oh, it's the friendship. It's the friendship group of the three terrorists oh. that are. See, that's nice. Yeah, that is. Really oh, nice. that that adds another element. Element. The guy's got to get his friend the blue wire. Mm. He forgot. One of them forgot the blue wire, and then you got to get it there mm. before the people show up to defuse the bomb. That you've kind of already accidentally sent out the message letting people know that there's a bomb in a certain place. Yeah. And if you, you know, that kind of thing. What, 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 that one, they, they do that kind of thing in uh, in Face Off. Do they? I think so, where he's like, you know, he's been placing bombs in certain places. Mm. And then they're like, oh, the next, where's the next one going to be? And maybe he gives them a clue. Yeah, well, it's also then they accident- Die Hard with a Vengeance. Uh, yeah. That's the plot of that one. Yeah. And so whatever, we just do the reverse. We just do the reverse where we're the bad guys. Everybody's expecting a bomb. <laughs> Everybody's expecting, they get there, you know, we might, and there's no, and the bomb's not there, we might not get our ransom money. Yeah. No, that's good. It's good stuff. Yeah. Now, just going, just backtracking, Alistair, was yeah. there anything early on about the free will and the having to eat sandwiches within two weeks? You know, everywhere man is born free, and yet everywhere he is in change, chains of ha- sure. having to, um, you know, eat food before it goes rancid. Yeah, yeah God, yeah. 
Um, like, is this just a yeah, really yeah, yeah. bad philosopher, perhaps? Or, um, I mean, he doesn't have to be. I mean, you know, it's almost a critique of, of you know, of uh, America. Mm. <laughs> you know, people, you know, arguing that they're they're not free. But then you, uh, this, I don't know, maybe, look, maybe this is not uh, no, funny. No, I see it's what you're funny, saying. this context. Yeah. Yeah, but people arguing, you know, that they have to do one certain thing in order to be free, but then you kind of go, well, actually, even within the bounds of that you're living mm. within, uh, you're not in any way free. Yeah, well, I mean, I suppose there's also a version of this which is a parody of the anti-vaccine movement, right, mm. which is people protesting um uh expiry dates on food and you know best before dates and how putting that kind of stuff there is limiting their freedom maybe yeah yep yeah, i think so um sorry i was trying to finish writing off the uh, the, the friends terrorist thing and then i uh, and i zoned out for that one sentence what about people who believe that um yeah, that it, things like that are limiting their freedom. The fact that food goes off is limiting their freedom. And they decide yeah. that it is God's fault and they uh, decide a country declares war on God and tries to yeah. fire a missile at the sky to, to yeah. kill God. And, and they only eat Twinkies because Twinkies don't go off. Mm, Twinkies. Maybe. I mean, yeah. w- w- what food would you think about that doesn't go off? Um, well, I mean, I think about Twinkies, but I have no idea what Twinkies are. I only know about it because I think there's an episode of Family Guy, right, in which, or is it S- Simpsons, in which, like, the fact that Twinkies don't go off is, like, a major, major plot point. It might point. be. Yeah, I mean, they, they, they might, I think they probably do go off, but they're, you know, they're essentially just, like, kind of like, you know, like, like, uh... They're they're probably made up of the same stuff as like, you know, petrol station muffins, mm. but but they're filled with some cream that is is non dairy based. Mm. Yeah, non dairy <laughs> you know? based cream. <laughs> it's kind of a sugar slash oil based. It's made from fossil fuels. It's the first fossil fuel. Yeah, I would say that it feels like when you're having it, you go, yeah, this is all, this is a byproduct of crude oil. <laughs> I wonder if there are any like, byproducts of crude oil that are edible. Yeah. There must be some. There must be some, you know, when you do your your fr- your um your cracking yeah. of your um your long polymer chains, there must be, you know, and your what do you call it? Like your your fractional distillation. There mm. must be something. Yeah. Well, this is something that's going to have to happen once we have shifted away from combustion engines. Mm. People are going to, you know, oil companies are going to have to find ways for people to, to do use with all it. that oil. <laughs> and so then they're going to have to like taste. They're going to some they're going to have to get somebody to taste it all. We're going to finally get one um, of those good drinking oils that we've been talking yeah. about. <laughs> oh yeah, it's been a while since we've brought it up. It's, what would you say 7 years since we've brought up a drink good drinking oil? Yeah. Um it's been Is there is there anything in the fact that like, you know, when f- we talk about food going off, at a certain date. And yeah. also, you know, that is exactly the same as a time bomb, which also does go off at a certain date. Yeah. Mm. yeah. I don't want to talk about that anymore. I don't want to <laughs> I don't want to discuss that that suggestion okay. for another second. Okay, no problem. 
Um, but what about the oil company needing to find other, oh, other you know, yeah. other ways to sell it? Oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I mean, you know, they'll be convincing us that we need to spread oil over our bodies before we put our clothes on to reduce friction between our clothes and our bodies. Right, it, and, you know, and that it, would help with, I guess, lint lint collection, perhaps. Yeah, you know, but like, it, you oh, know, maybe, but you, if, if the you hairs, think if you your, grease down all the hairs on your body, mm, sure, there'll be a, there'll the be hairs, an oil for that. that. There's an oil Slick. for that. There's you know? an oil for that. That's what that. That's their new slogan. <laughs> <laughs> it's like there's an app for that. There's an oil for that. Yeah. You could get an oil that could do almost anything. Um, I th- I'm well, excited about the-, the idea of fossil fuel companies having to try a bit harder because at the moment, yes, their oil does one thing that's incredibly useful, which is burn and release energy. If you energy. burn it, it explodes. It explodes, <laughs> right? If you burn it, that's- it burns. That's the thing it does, right? And that's yeah. great. But once they get – because that's a, I think that's been a crutch for them for too long and I, I'm dying Definitely to see them been. innovate. Yeah, make an oil-based paper. Mm, sure. Because I mean, they don't—they don't, they don't try and sell you that many solid oils. Yeah. Maybe, maybe those fire starters. I'd love to read a book where the pages are all made from oil. Imagine the experience mm. of turning those slick, slick pages. Oh yeah, so silently. But, but you would, oh, that would be nice, mm. wouldn't it? A nice oh, quiet it's that read. silent book. Yeah, you know, because there's nothing worse than when you're in bed and you're sort of like uh, you're intellectual sort of a literature driven partner mm. is sitting up in the sort of in the <laughs> armchair pipe in mouth uh, <laughs> you know what kind of a pipe uh, are you picturing by the way uh it's like, you know like what like a sort of like Bit of hose? sewer pipe uh, <laughs> Uh, I, I picture, yeah, like a big pipe that sort of makes their lips look really wide as they have to wipe it, wrap it around. Yeah, great. You know, it looks like you know, it looks like one of those games where you have to try to talk without uh, without using your lips. Yeah. Oh, that's fucked. I hate that. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> like that's <laughs> got a big, big bit of pipe like that mm. in their mouth, uh, and they're smoking that pipe. Wow. Yeah. Not like stuff in it. They're just like they're just holding a lighter to it. Which is so dangerous because they've got an oil-based book in front of them, meaning that so that they can turn it silently. Because normally, because you you were talking about how much the turning of the pages was annoying you. Mm, indeed. Because you have so much trouble sleeping, mm. Andy. And then you get, get oh, the one Andy, oil Andy, books. you're indeed, you're indeed had the just. I could hear the mojo leaving your body no, when you said indeed. I'm sorry. I'd, I'd started Alistair, thinking about something else. I'd looked at my phone. I got a text message and I'd looked at my phone and I tuned out and I thought I need to chuck in an indeed here to create the illusion of still being extremely present. And obviously, it was it a, wasn't working. It wasn't working. It was a it was a, a weak. It was a substandard indeed that actually had the opposite effect. And I'm sorry. <laughs> Andy, how could you do this to us? <laughs> how could I do this to the listeners? It's like, not only am I here, but all the listeners are here. Mm. Now we're having to hear your excuses. Well, I don't know. Andy, I want you to say sorry to everybody. I'm sorry. I, don't, I mean, I wouldn't even call that an excuse. I would I would call that an, a, an explan- explanation that only serves to underline my failure. And, you know, I can accept that. But... Mm. 
Um, um, thank you for your patience, th- everyone. This is a 20 to 1 type show, mm. right? And But they talk about the... It's maybe like just 10 to 1. Let's just do 10 to 1. Okay. But it's like one of these clip shows, and they play the 10 to 1, the loudest sounds. <laughs> <laughs> this idea is so very acid. I love it. I love it. Yeah. And I love the, seeing the people, the talking heads there, talking about the sounds and yeah. what they when they first heard them. When I first heard this, it was really loud. Yeah, and um, the blood is thinking, running from their boy, ears. that's loud. That's going to be one of the top ten loudest things I've ever heard. <laughs> and I thought, well, I could make a show based on that. Wow, so this is actually, they're interviewing one of the executive producers, are they? One of the talking yeah. heads is the, the co-creator yeah. of the show. Yeah, well, it's actually top 10 uh, loudest sounds that our producer has heard. <laughs> I mean, the, 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 I don't know how you, how you make people laugh out loud at this idea, but the very idea of replaying sounds that are famously loud <laughs> on a device like a TV where the volume is adjustable. Yeah. Are you watching it on your phone? Mm. Yeah. Mm. Oh, that was loud, actually. Actually... No, you. Oh, that actually wasn't that loud. Mm. Yeah. I mean, um, what do you? <laughs> is, is this? This is nothing, Alistair. Twenty to one, lowest positive whole numbers. <laughs> is that anything? That's a. That's a. That's a tweet. Thanks. That's sweet. But, but wait, lowest whole numbers, does minus one count? No, because I said positive that, whole numbers. Whole? I said lowest, lowest positive whole numbers. Lowest, okay, lowest right. positive integers. How about that? 20 to 1, lowest positive integers. Yeah. With Bert Newton. With Bert Newton. Yeah, Bert oh Newton. Oh, my gosh. You know he died, right? Yeah, yeah. That's what makes this in bad taste. Well, I reckon there was bad taste there before him. Okay. Because a lot of people don't understand what the word integers means. And I think you were trying to exclude people. <laughs> a big part of the the population. Do you think it was elitist? Using the word integers? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think so. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Like, not elite. Like, I don't think he was elite. But I just... it's, it's that's, how, that's how low I think of the public. You know? Is that I don't even think that... I think that they they can they can't even understand things that aren't even elite. <laughs> I think that's elitist. <laughs> I think what you just said. <laughs> I know. I know. I know that's elitist, elitist but the things yeah. that I'm talking about aren't necessarily. <laughs> yeah. Like I'm so elitist I, that I I even think that the <laughs> the general public can't get things that aren't even particularly elitist. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's and because I mean that's the problem as well is that the people a lot I mean a lot of elitist language mm. would actually be pretty simple language because I don't necessarily think the people who are the elites are actually all that smart. <laughs> yeah. uh, but I do I think, think that the people could, who aren't elites are really dumb. But yeah, <laughs> but no, but but I would say that like that's probably like roughly like fifty to seventy thousand dollar a year. Mm. 
right? And that's probably where most academics and stuff are, are making their money. Uh, Alistair, did you know that um, Einstein's brain was stolen after he died? Uh, yes. Yeah, I watched a documentary on it, a guy who was trying to get a, a piece of it. Yeah, right. Did he want to eat it? Found- that's what I want to know. Did the guy want to get no, a piece of wanted- Einstein's brain just to eat it? I think he just wanted to own some. Yeah. And I think maybe they they might have put some through like a, one of those meat slicers for him. <laughs> they go, here you go, a bit of this. So so thin, like prosciutto kind of. Because he did find it. Yeah. And they showed him. But although they could have just showed him any brain. Mm. Yeah, but that's uh, that would be unethical. You think so? Yeah. Yeah, I think it's unethical to, to, to tell somebody that something is Einstein's brain when it's not. Um, yeah, but but then but then again, if he can't, I mean, he probably won't ever be able to prove it. But, he wouldn't bother cutting off a bit of his brain to and then match it up with but, Einstein's DNA. But do you and think then he, there's a yeah. there's a there's a sketch in somebody who wants to eat a bit of Einstein's brain? I mean, oh. I've realized we had a we we already had a um we already had a cocktail bar in which I think you get a cocktail that's made with a bit of Abraham Lincoln's liver or something like that. But I do love the wow. idea. You know, you can go to those really expensive restaurants and they've got, you know, actual gold on top of the desserts. I love oh, the yeah. idea of going to a restaurant. That expensive. They give you a really thin, really thin like sliver of, of Einstein's think- brain. Yeah, I think that that's yeah. I think gold leaf is a pretty common thing. Yeah, yeah. You don't think it's even um, that elitist? Yeah, I don't even think it's elitist. <laughs> Do you think McDonald's? I think should people get who onto think it? that that's elitist—that's how dumb they are—is that they think it's elitist. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. You th- so you think that thinking things are elitist is a is often a, is very a common sign. is very is a sign of peasantry. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I mean, I think that thinking that things are elitist is a sign of peasantry is a sign of elitism, is a form of elitism. But, right. I mean, I think we might just be repeating ourselves. Yeah, yeah, I think we are. It's all good. (laughs) Wait, so wait. Well, what what else could somebody want? Like, so why would this person want to eat Einstein's brain? I think, I think it's, well, because, because you look at things like this, Base programs of the billion, world's billionaires, and yeah. there is there is no chance of us living in space. There is zero chance of us moving humanity to Mars. It's completely insane. It'll never happen, right? But yeah, and, and which makes those things nothing more than a vanity project, right? A completely self-serving, pointless way to spend heaps of money that could otherwise be used to improve the lives of millions, if not billions. Yeah, because yeah, I guess I guess if you were if we could go and live on Mars, right, what we should be able to first, before we could even consider that, we need to be able to achieve people just being able to make all of their own food and everything they need to live in their own house mm. within a very small like apartment or something like mm. that. Right, so you need to be able to produce your own food and oxygen, clean clean oxygen from a very like 
carbon dioxide rich atmosphere. You got to be able to clean uh, wastewater mm. and make it drinkable mm. all within basically an apartment. Yeah. And right. And so once we can achieve that, then I think we can probably live in space. But once we can achieve that, then we can live on Earth so much better. <laughs> than we do right now, right? Like, mm. if we can do all of that stuff, then it doesn't matter how much we've destroyed the planet Earth, okay? Yeah. We might as well just do that stuff on Earth and continue to live here in the toxic wasteland that we've created, right? We'll make it as uninhabitable as Mars. Even if it's just 1% less uninhabitable than Mars, Earth, right? then at least we still don't have to get all there and get all our stuff over to Mars. We're right here. Yeah. So I think, I think even then, it's still worth just staying where we are. So what I'm saying, yeah, though, I mean, is th- that, if, if that if that is just an insane billionaire's vanity project, then surely yeah. they might as well just be eating Einstein's brain. It's exactly sure. as useful for humanity... But and how, and how it is also just it? as big a demonstration of their power and their hubris, which is what they want to. How do. would you how, how would you picture somebody eating it rolled up like a cold cut, <laughs> or in between two slices of bread with butter instead of like maybe like a fig jam or something like that? Yeah, I mean, or there's a there's a there's there's different levels, isn't there? But of- there's also the level of like which I think goes you know. Eating eating it in ways where you eat a small amount, or it's you know, you, it's it's good, it's it's presented in a nice way, or something like that, feels to me even less indulgent than just reaching your hand into the jar, yeah. pulling it out, <laughs> and taking, and taking a, bite. a bite like you're eating an apple. That's a yeah. real like, like, display. Like, like, like you're taking a bite from a full one kilo block of cheddar cheese. <laughs> exactly. They're holding Einstein's <laughs> brain in two hands like it was a block of cheddar cheese and they're yeah. nibbling on the end. And they're working, yeah. they're sitting there and they're working their way through the whole thing in one sitting. Imagine that. Yeah. Uh, we, we all have to watch. We all have to watch. They want everyone in the world to watch. While while they do it, and they can afford that, they can afford to make that yeah. happen. Mm, they've got mm. a little napkin tap tucked mm. in, mm. and then at the yeah. end, I want to I want to eat <laughs> Einstein's whole brain on camera, straight <laughs> from the, the jar. World. Yeah, straight from the jar, like a pickle. And they, um, at the end, they dab the corners of their mouth with a little napkin like a complete fucking psychopath in a film. Have you noticed that any time in a movie somebody dabs their mouth with a napkin, like the corner of a napkin after eating something, they're always the biggest psychopath. Like people could have been doing any messed up shit, murdering children throughout the whole film, but then you see a guy dab his mouth with a a little napkin like like that and you're like, oh, he's the bad guy. You suddenly know. Yeah, right. That's one of the. I mean, if he had a mustache or something or some intense facial hair, I would understand because things kind of always get wet. Yeah, no, no, no. But then that's a big. You can do like a big wipe. You can safely do a big face wipe with a napkin and still look sane. But a dab. But that dab in the corners. Yeah. Like that. 
Ugh. Because you don't think that you're really picking up enough with that a dab. I don't know what it is. I can't analyze it. It's just one of the most evil things you can do. Do you think that it could be sensitivity to feeling moisture on your face could somehow be a sign of um, of evilness? I think like, we you know, should like investigate it. There might be a there, yeah. the, the same gene that there is for evilness could also dictate mouth moisture sensitivity. Yeah, and you could probably just easily test it on children. Mm. Um, you know, where I guess you could go around with like a like a little dropper, little uh, you know eyedropper, mm. and it could you know one could be a fake eyedropper and one could be a real eyedropper, and you're kind of going from kid to kid, and you're kind of just putting. You're putting either drops or no drops on their face near on near the corner yeah. of their mouth, <laughs> yeah. and then and then you ask them whether or not they feel wet, and then you give them a napkin. You know, it's a, it's the napkin test, right? You you, <laughs> yeah, you can you, give a napkin to, dab, to a right? to a child as young as two and a half, and if they dab the corners of their mouth, they're going to grow up yeah. to be a psychopath. And yeah, I guess you show I me, guess you then kill that child. Show show me a a boy at two and a half mm. with a napkin <laughs> dabbing at his mouth, and I will show you the man. Yeah, the psychopath. Um, the psychopath man, psychopathic man. Yeah. Oh wait, I had something there. Dabbing the mouth. Dabbing. Dab 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 dab. dab. That's gone. Shit. Oh, I was really excited about saying it, but as soon as I feel that, if the idea comes back. It's never good. So let's just um, let it wash away from it. Oh, no. This is what it is. And it's not that good. What is it? But it was just like, I think also maybe one of the reasons I'm thinking about that, because very often yeah. in a movie, it plays out in a scene where one person is eating something yeah. in front of other people who aren't eating. And maybe yeah. that's part <laughs> of it. And that's like, a filmmaking technique to make somebody look like a psychopath is is that they mm. will just put somebody in that scenario where on some fundamental level our brain is triggered to be like they're not sharing their food they're eating well, and that's rude yeah. that's rude to do but, that to eat in also, front of everyone they're also organizing their meetings mm. with you know like they're getting their henchmen to go get people and bring them mm. back to their place during meal time yeah. <laughs> That's weird, man. That's fucked up. Yeah, I mean that could, that's a real psychopathic uh you know. Yeah, psychopathic disregard for like respectful scheduling. Yeah, it's not sharing your meal. Mm. Um Yeah, 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 I can see that. I mean, I think there's there's a lot of fun in that just that whole um <laughs> evil guy. Yeah, so evil mafia don is or whoever it is 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 eating while you know all their henchmen are around, and somebody yeah. uh, does ask like why they why they always organise things like this because it just feels yeah. it feels rude <laughs> that you're not sharing yeah. it with us. <laughs> I think it's funny <laughs> to confront them. You're always eating alone, yeah, without us. And then something about and then the bit at the, they they could also confront them about dabbing the corners of their mouth. Um, at the end, you're like, "What are you getting with that? Why?" <laughs> Maybe this isn't an observation that anybody else has made, Alistair. 
Oh uh, yeah, I mean maybe we've completely constructed a number of these scenes in our minds, mm-hmm. sort of Dolly mini style, where we've come up with like you know we can sort of see four or five in our head that we're like, oh yeah, that's an example, but we've made up all of them. That's a trope. It's not a trope. I mean, there um, one something I was that definitely is who- a trope is somebody cutting cutting an apple with a big knife. <laughs> Oh yeah, 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 and then eating it off the knife. Yeah, and then eating it off the knife. <laughs> yeah, but that's also just the coolest way to eat it's an apple. It's so right? cool! It's so cool. It's not, you know, putting the knife in your mouth. <laughs> what about this? <laughs> okay, here's. I'm going to give you two options. Right? Is that yeah. more or less insane than cutting it with a knife and then eating the apple with a fork? And then I put this to you: cutting an apple with a knife. And then eating the apple with a spoon. <laughs> <laughs> like, but also like long strand, like long pieces yeah, like that. Yeah. And then putting it in a bowl. Yeah. Oh, not in a bowl. Oh, not putting what are you it in doing a bowl. There? He's like, they, uh, they, hey? They're not putting it in a bowl. They've cut the apple up, maybe on a chopping board, or just chopped it up with, with their knife. Yeah. The pieces are lying there on the table. Right, and then no. they try and pick because it would be so hard to pick them up with a spoon. But they're sort of chasing them around, trying to pick up these slices of apple with a spoon. Well, but what about what if they're? But what if they're cutting the apple? Yeah, right. Cutting the apple and then putting the chunk back in place on the apple. Okay, and then <laughs> then getting a spoon out of their pocket and and picking it up. Yeah, and then put, trying to trying to scoop, scoop it, it out of the get, apple, get into the pre-cut, and then and then somebody asks, you know, what are you doing? You go, I'm not going to eat. Put a fucking knife in my mouth. Yeah, yeah, I think that's great yeah, as well. But- you know what? Now that I think about it, putting the slices into a bowl and then eating the apple out of a bowl with a spoon, also very funny. <laughs> so many ver- variations of this. I mean, I think a scene. Where you have multiple psychopaths, right? Violent psychopaths, all doing different versions. Or they're all together. It's the psychopaths' dinner, right? It's the psychopaths' roundtable. They're all, all they're all eating at once, and they're all doing different versions of really insane things. Mm, it's that it's that movie. You know that movie where they bring an idiot to dinner or whatever. Mm, Le dinner des cons. Is that what it is? Yeah. But then it's that, but you bring a psychopath. Yeah. Anyway, but I, also I was picturing a thing. Have you ever seen this? Maybe we have seen this where, oh, we probably have. I think maybe maybe I'm just remembering a, a, a thing, but where somebody's eaten like a real pig and got food all over their face and then they just dab the corners of their mouth. Mm. Have you ever I seen think that? that's very funny. They just like, they're really mm. filthy. Right, greasy and horrible, yeah. and then they just clean just yeah. those little sections. Yeah, yeah, just that little corner. There. Yeah, I think that's good. I think that works as a, like a joke and a thing, right? As like you know, as as you're about to go to another scene, mm. you know, you've got your big action eating scene, mm. big action, <laughs> big action eating scene. Yeah, um, you know, they could have done that maybe after um, after that guy blew up. In uh, Monty Python, mm, would have made it funner. After, do you after think? Eating. Oh, I don't know. I mean, but I mean, he blew up. I guess it would have been the people who just had had the blown up version of him on their face. Mm, yeah, but then I don't know. I, maybe the dabbing doesn't quite work when you haven't been doing the eating. Yeah, 
We'll get in touch with John Cleese. We'll pay $1,000 to get him to answer this question on Cameo. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, how many Andy, sketch ideas do we have there, Alistair? Look, uh, well, wait. Well, you say something for a second. Oh, sure. I mean, uh, I, I just wonder if there was anyone watching Monty Python back in the 70s, loving it, having a great time, and thinking, God, I'd just love to pay these guys $1,000 to say hello to me. I wish there was some way that that could happen. Yeah. And then... If I could pay a, a huge amount of money. Mm, mm, anyway. That's not an interesting observation. Alistair, were you, are you busy? Are you still and, busy, occupied? Yeah, yeah, I was busy. And I just had to finish a Centrelink application. <laughs> um, no, I just wanted to... Oh, I, it just occurred to me. I, we have actually 10 sketch ideas. Because, you know, we, we, mi- we missed last week's episode mm. because you were isolating for a big part of yeah. it. And, uh, yeah, it and was so just then, complicated. Uh, I thought, let's try and get, you know, an episode where we do 10 sketch ideas to make up for it. So people are basically getting two episodes in one episode. Mm. It's way more efficient. But then it occurred to me. So then, but because we've achieved that, now we've got three words from a listener. Do you know this? We got three. We got listeners. Do we have? Do we honestly have ten sketch ideas written down? Yeah, that's so crazy to me. Okay, yeah, uh, yeah. I, but I was, I was, I was using like hundredth episode rules and writing yeah. down things that <laughs> you know are marginal. So as a special treat for the listeners, we're going to lower the bar for the sketches this week as a way of apology. Yeah, um, yeah no, we have listeners and, um, yeah, they can send in three words, right? Yeah, absolutely. And uh, do you want to try and guess who the, uh, <laughs> who the listener well, is? You, you, who the listener is. Uh, yeah, Roberto um, Malinuscus. Oh, look, I mean, there's. I think the... Um, I think the the uh, Mediterraneanness of the name <laughs> is close, right? And it could, oh, well, I mean, this could be actually South American. I apologize. This is Jerry Del Giudici. Ah, Jerry. Or, yeah, yeah. Do you re- re- of course. Yeah. Well, well Jerry. Look, and and I'm saying Giudici could be Jaduci, Jadice. Yeah. It could be. Uh, Jadice. Jadice. So anyway, um, I apologize, uh, Jerry, but um, thank you very much for sending in your words. Uh, Andy, do you want to try to guess what they are? Mm, first word is marzipan. No, no, that was a bad guess. No. Um, first word is, wait, 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 I've made a mistake here. Okay, no. Imposter. Ah, okay. Imposter syndrome convention. Those are the three. Those are the three words. I'm going to guess them all now. No. Oh. The second word. I'm sorry. Is cabbage. <laughs> okay. Impost- imposter. Cabbage. Uh, and then the last word is yesterday. No, I'm sorry. The last word is baby. Imposter cabbage baby. Is that a reference to like cabbage patch kids and like you, you, the idea that you would find a baby in a cabbage patch? Or do you think those are just three completely unrelated words? Uh, look, I mean, I think they could be unrelated words. Mm. Imposter cabbage baby. But I mean, you could be right. Maybe, you know, maybe it's about somebody making fake uh, cabbage patch kids. Or were, were, were you saying something? 
Which part was the imposter in your thing that babies don't belong in cabbage patches? Uh, look, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know what the imposter connection was. I just was wondering if it was a, if the cabbage baby was a was a concept, mm. and then maybe the imposter was then well, attached I mean, it, to that. You know, you know, maybe a cabbage baby is kind of more like one of those like wombox. Mm. Okay, you know, and then an imposter one though, it's sort of like just like a lettuce. It's a lettuce. Yeah. Wait, is is a cabbage part of the brassica family? The, the bro- yeah, oh, the yeah. Bro- broccoli thing. Oh yeah. But it's just like just jam packed with sulfur. Right. Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, where is the, where's the cabbage getting all this sulfur from? Sulfur's an element, right? It would only exist in a certain amount, very small amounts in the ground. They can only get access yeah, to it through what they can leach out of the soil. I mean, yeah, and maybe also in the air. I don't, I don't think there'd be a lot, and I don't know. Look, I, I, I believe you. I believe you that there could be sulfur in there, but yeah, yeah, I don't know. It's just a strange thing. I, you know, I, yeah, I guess different plants have different because tobacco apparently um, attracts polonium or plutonium or something in these sl- oh, yeah, strangely yeah. high quantities. So it must be out yeah. there, and there must be some molecule in the. In the plant that is able to bind separate to, it yeah. to this particular molecule for some this you know this element for some reason attracts it. It kind of goes, oh, come hither, you know, something that makes it go, ooh la la, yes, get inside me. And maybe because most things don't bind to it, that like even though it's still a tiny, tiny amount, it's you know relative to what you expect, it's packed with it. So when you say it's packed with yeah. sulfur, it's not that much sulfur, but it, you know what there is can have a big effect relative to. God, this is boring. Um, Do you think that that uh, you know because they're so filled with sulfur, uh, it would be easier for demons to enter our realm through being a cabbage? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, presumably. Um, if demons are going to assume a, you know, take over a yeah. a, a mortal form, right? I yeah. I think they probably still obey the laws of conservation of mass and conservation of energy and that kind of thing. So presumably they do have to just work with the molecules that are already present or the, you know, the matter that's already there and, you know, maybe they can reconfigure it into their demonic form. But if sulfur mm. is a big part of of being a demon, then yeah. Well, I thought I thought when when there's a demon around, you can smell sulfur, mm. right? So I assume you can smell sulfur because they're either made of sulfur, or or have a you know, or I guess they've been in a sulfur rich area and it's kind of got into their clothes. <laughs> mm. Mm. And and that could well be a cabbage, um, type scenario. Yeah, it's possible. What what do you mean by that? Are you looking at your phone again? No. What do you mean by th- what do you mean by what do you mean by that? Were you not listening well, to everything that we've just said? Well, a cabbage rich area that and they got into their clothes and then you said that could be like a cabbage scenario. No, you didn't say a cabbage rich area. You said a sulfur rich area. Well, sulfur, I meant sulfur rich area. And so then you said that could be a cabbage scenario as in like yeah. they've been hanging out yeah. in a cabbage. In, around cabbages, I was just around. I was just continuing the conversation in the way that we do every single time we talk about things on this on this show. 
Andy, we got to get to an idea here. <laughs> we can't just get angry with each other. <laughs> what do you What do you mean by that? What do you <laughs> What? What? Are you even Are you even present right now? <laughs> I, mean, I mean, my case would be a lot know, stronger but... if I hadn't already admitted to tuning out earlier in the podcast. Yeah, but and also, <laughs> and also, it's like how much was it adding? Um, anyway, it doesn't matter. It was adding as much it's, as let's... anything that we say after the thing the other person has said. It was adding by continuing <laughs> Andy, Andy, the discussion. You're getting. You're getting... Filling the space. Maybe it gets us closer to something. I'm trying to draw connections here. (laughs) Jesus Christ. I could draw a connection with that thing that we're already talking about. I'm going to kill myself (laughs) after this podcast. (laughs) I want you to know that I'm going to end my life. I appreciate you you waiting till after the podcast. If you could also (laughs) upload it first, (laughs) that would be good. I don't want to have to do that whilst uh, we missed, we missed, We've we missed, missed the last episode week. last week. And so as a special treat after this week's episode, to make it up to the listeners, I'll kill myself. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, I, you uh, know, the first thing okay. it made me think of uh, hearing these words, and I realize this is probably nothing, is you go along to the supermarket, right, and you're, you're in the produce section and next to the yeah. cabbages and the, you know, the, broccolis and all that sort of shit. There's a tub that just yeah. has loose babies in it, just sort of crawling around mm. over each other. And, yep. and uh, you know, I guess you don't know how this has happened, why, why well, this has happened. You're looking around and nobody else, is, nobody else is reacting to it, right? To the, yeah. to the fact that there are babies just for sale in the supermarket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, in the meat section or in the vegetable section? Uh, I think I. I mean, I don't want to directly imply that people are eating the babies. Okay, yeah, yeah. But so it could just be like it could be in one of those cardboard like things where they'll like they'll pile up like sort of chocolate bars or something like that. Mm. You know, when they're on special, yeah. You know, like a kind of like a dodecahedron or something like that, and they'll pop them in there and then you, you can just kind of go and scoop if you want or just grab one so, um I don't know what. yeah so you know yeah and i guess there are instead of shopping baskets there worried. are little bassinets that you can get there to take your baby away in but like i think i think what i want what i want if there is comedy yeah. in this i want it to be about the way in which you you were shocked by this and maybe it, but no but nobody else is and like maybe you ask one of the staff about like um what's go- what's going on with the babies and and the staff members like oh is it are some of them damaged or uh, or, or something that mm. they, they are yeah. also not surprised by it yeah but, maybe yeah. and then mm. yeah and so then we would get and then we would inject like a lot of humor into it through this person going, oh, this world is crazy. Yeah, yeah. You know, I think this is not how I was brought up. Mm. Maybe they we've lost our way. <laughs> but everybody, maybe they they then after maybe a while a... of checking that this is normal, everyone else thinks it's normal. They they pick up a baby, and they. You know what this feels like? It feels like it would almost be a right wing sketch 
to mock the left uh, for how much they don't care about babies mm. and that this is like a bunch of right-wing people would watch this and then applaud you know you, there'd be a big a big you know speech about how you people have no morals mm, these are living respect beings. for the life of a child yeah like that you know and then they'd show like uh you know, they probably show a gay couple looking at them and going, oh, these would be really nice with barbecue sauce. <laughs> like wow, so they're gay cannibals. Well, no, they're just, they're just babies. We don't consider babies human life. Mm, yeah. And so for us, that's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, I'm always on the lookout for a right wing sketch. Um. um I think it is I think it is funny to if we were to make a right wing sketch show, but we're technically making fun of the kind of sketches we think right wing people would make. <laughs> yeah. I think that is and fun. The points that they would mm. make. So can we write this down? Is this anything? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um oh, babies. Jerry. I feel like we've I don't know if we've given you your three dollars worth today. But I did do some shouting, and sometimes listeners like that. So, Andy <laughs> <laughs> always saves out, saves up a little shout for the end of the podcast, just for those who like that. Has a little bit of fan service this, there, you know. Well, bad fan service. Andy shows his underpants mm. accidentally. You know. I wonder if there's you any kind of underpants. fan fiction where instead of yeah. erotic fan fiction. You write stories about celebrities having a falling out and maybe, you know, not getting along very well or like, you know, um, characters from your favourite books getting yeah. into a disagreement. Something to think about. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry, I apologise that I wasn't quite 100% yeah. able to follow that. but That's all right. That's, I blame myself there. Um Okay, so here's the sketch ideas for today. Yep. We got guy who's dying from not being fucked. And he just, you know, people are giving him everything that he needs, but he just, he's like, yeah, sorry, can't. Mm. Yeah, just wish I could. Thank you. Mm. But I just could not be bothered. Mm. Um, uh, action film motivated by love and friendship. Uh, and this could be from the point of view of the terrorists <laughs> who are trying to make the bombs. and But it's about, you know, how how much they love each other and stuff like that and so nice you know it's not about fighting them it's just about helping each other and getting you know making them achieve their goals and maybe maybe making a part a birthday party for them we got to get this bomb thing down done so that we can get uh carol back to her apartment (laughs) where we've organized a surprise birthday is one of the terrorists called carol yeah wow yeah, I think that's I think that's great. It's a movie called um, "Women Terrorists," mm. and it's a very loving film about friendships. I think that's and, I think that's I think the we could we could potentially get some right wing people to fund this one as well. Yeah, well, it'll be called Carol, Suzanne, and Peggy Sue, right wing terrorists. <laughs> A film, an a, 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 an a, an action film motivated by love. Okay, then we got freedom, uh, 
you guys, you know, but but the food, you know, f- food goes bad within a within a time, mm. forcing you to eat you it. Call so you're this not freedom? free, proving you're not free. Yeah, uh, we got oil company. This is a oil company that's uh, that's now you know after combustion engines have mostly been phased out and so don't add things like uh, there's an oil for that right mm. trying to f- convince people to buy still buy oil mm. and petrol and things like that but trying to find ways of you know making some drinking oils mm. you know maybe turning oil into books mm. you know get keeping your like they get doctors on <laughs> they you know they would pay off some sort of doctor to say that yeah. like kids these days aren't oily enough yeah, that's right. Kids. <laughs> and so then they would, you know, they would say, oh, stand in this oil for a mm, bit. Yeah, or rub your kid with good. oil. Yeah. Just tip, tip roughly. I don't know why, but just tip roughly like a shot glass of oil into your your kid's ears before bed. <laughs> There'd be loving scenes in which, uh, you know, caring parents look over their sleeping yeah. child and then pour some oil into their ears. And use a syringe filled with black crude oil in her and, and just shoot it into their kid's ear. Yeah. You know, I think that's good. Then we got 10 to 1 loudest sounds. <laughs> Could be 20 to 1, but you know. Then we got billionaire eats Einstein's brain. Yeah. <laughs> Then we got mouth napkin dab psychopath test. Yep. You can give that to children, you know. Then we got evil guy not sharing his meal dabbing uh, and <laughs> wait while getting meetings mm. during his, his his meals and his henchmen are asking why because it feels rude. Yeah, that's great. You know? Then we got eating an apple with a knife but then a spoon as well. <laughs> We got the dabbing mouth corners after big messy eat. That's the one that I considered the the not an you know that was that was the one hundred rule. Yeah, okay. I was like, that's just an idea for a kind of a, a visual moment. gag. That's but a I'm moment a sketch. Yeah. Then we got the right wing sketch babies in supermarket. Mm-hmm. This is what this is what the right wing people want. Alistair has just stopped his recording. Do you know how long ago you record? You stopped your recording, Alistair? Just that second? Okay. So, um, Alistair, uh, I've just got to wrap it up because Alistair has just dropped off the um, the soundscape. Um, so, you know, that's it. Those are the sketches. They're all really good and you're, you're welcome. Um, and... Uh, um i think i think alistair i'm 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 hearing alistair he's just saying that that was a really good beat and he's really proud of me <laughs> and alice okay alistair's trying to communicate to me that the beat he would have gone is so you know, if if you feel like you're missing something, maybe edit those together um, off in your own time. <laughs> and we love you. And Alistair says he appreciates you and he loves you as well. Bye. Alistair also says bye.
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.